Ah, you know, I can't believe Thomas. He only invited me here for my shotgun. And when I forget it, he's all upset like, oh, that's the only reason I brought you here. And then, he only talks to me when that little shit leaves. I don't even think he really likes me because when I was telling him about how I'm going to be an immortal robot and live with him forever, he got scared. I'm not scary. I, I just wish someone would tell me what to do. Sir, I just asked if you wanted ice. You're right. I should ice him. Thanks, barkeep. I hate this job. to Outer State, a real-time play D&D podcast about four colorful characters in an even more colorful world. I go, love me a good classic podcast. Yeah, no AI here. Podcast, <laughs> podcast, podcast. We all didn't join you, so you were kind of just chanting by yourself. Our bad. <laughs> no, I thought he was doing a great job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Speaking of very much. What? I said Leah because Leah's a lot. <laughs> So I assume you guys can't hear me, so I gotta put my mic forward a little bit. Because I keep talking and no one keeps not answering. Man, it's an allegory for America. We never listen to the women. USA. Hi, my name is Leah Snyder and I play Karma Foster. Karma I said like a ghost. Karma. Anyways. Oh god, Jesus. Well she is dead. <laughs> for the fifth time now? Actually now, you know, I have a new way to uh make I have a way to make my intro better. Oh. So Karma is a shy, anxious, and awkward woman from Earth in a sh- uh shy, anxious monk ghost woman in the mysterious world. Don't update your Google Doc for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that a, need, need a bit more practice there, but I appreciate the effort. Of course. Speaking of effort. Oh, hello there. I am Seth Lyles. I play Marshall Kuda, and right now I have access to a chalkboard. Can you believe it? The board of chalk? I drew a smiley face. <laughs> I was going to say, Marshall's going to make some, like, Albert Einstein calculation. We're just going to hear rapid chalkboard doodling. <laughs> Those still exist. Oh, God, the eraser just made sound and muddied my audio. How fun. Just imagine someone walked in on you, and you're just, like, streaming, trying to explain, like, okay, no, this is what we gotta do, and then they just walk in. No, <laughs> no like, it'd be really funny, because currently it's just me sitting in, like, this, like, 
micro lecture hall right now. I have a chalkboard that has a smiley face on it. I'm currently pointing to it. There's a computer <laughs> set up with wires coming out of it. And I'm holding my phone with a headset on. Seth, before you go back to your no dorm. No one would have. <laughs> I need you to do me a favor and then just like, you know yeah. that meme where the person's pointing at something? Can you do that? You're pointing at the chalkboard, <laughs> but you don't, don't tell us what you draw on it. I just want to have that. Sure. You know what? Fine. I can go ahead and do that once I'm done. However, please note, I am going to use my laptop camera instead, so that way it's even lower quality. Yes! <laughs> uh, speaking of lower quality... I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I do. Speaking of appreciate that... <laughs> um, okay. Hi, my name is Jake Reed. I play Robert the Robot. Uh, I found that as an acceptable intro. It was alright. It didn't hurt my feelings as bad as the other thing that you said. Um, but this episode... I'm going to be making two characters in Hero Forge <laughs> the entire time. Little Robert, so that he can be stood on the pedestal with regular Robert. Well, technically, you're making three characters. I'm also now making uh, other characters from other campaigns, thanks to Jake. Oh, God. We're going to have so much Instagram and TikTok content after this. <laughs> oh, mine's for a different campaign, so. I was talking about you. I was talking about uh, the the Robert and the Robert, and then also just the Seth meme portrait. If we need to, we can go ahead and put Marshall over top of it first. <laughs> I was going to say speaking of first, but that doesn't track because I literally go last every time. Speaking of last. Hey! <laughs> Hi, my name is Sam Sudama. I am your manager, aka your DM. And today's mall fact... Uh, so we established that there's a pet store in the mall, right? At some point, I think. I believe so. I forget what its name is. There's no name. Uh, I'll, I'll probably do that for a future mall fact. It, wait, hang on. Is that where all the cats are from? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, but I would like to establish that as you, if you guys have ever passed it, you'd see that there was a sign celebrating a unicorn or like advertising a unicorn, but it never got delivered. <laughs> of course. It grew, it became alive and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> it became yeah. a magical Leoplorodon. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh dear God! That or became an alicorn uh, and just flew the fuck away. It's a Leoplorodon, Charlie. It either flies away in like a really, really terrible fashion, or just blows up, or under certain circumstances, both. I was thinking of a third option. Where in my head, I'm just picturing BoJack Horseman putting on pink makeup, and I'm hearing the audio of "Rehab was supposed to be a fresh start." <laughs> That's all I'm hearing in my head right now. Whatever, whatever floats your float. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Whatever root beers your beer. <laughs> whatever roots your beer. <laughs> Whatever cokes your cola. <laughs> Whatever cranberries your sprint. <laughs> I refuse to continue. Oh, God. Okay, so last episode, everybody got to have a wee bit of a fun party time. Uh, Robert got to uh, have a deep conversation with little Robert where, uh, you know... Like, most of the drinks being served are now on the rocks. Okay, fine. Fuck me, then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't uh, get it. I, I know what it means. I just didn't get how it applied. I just don't get it. I'm too dumb. I thought, I thought, Seth, I thought you were honestly going to go. I knew what it meant. I just didn't think it was funny. I just don't get it. No, like... Jake needs an explanation. Like, I'm missing one part of context. Like, I know, I know what on the rocks means. I just don't get the other part. Oh, you've never heard the expression uh, relationship on the rocks? 
No, I have not heard that surprisingly. Uh, basically, the idea is they're going through a bit of a rough patch. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny, though. Yeah. It feels like a very accurate <laughs> statement at the moment. <laughs> yeah. As everyone knows, explaining a joke makes it ten times funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find it funny, though. Derek met up with his friend from the hometown, Owen. Karma had a lovely dance with Maxwell, only to quite literally have the other boy in her life uh, bump into her and send her crying. Which is, you know, par for the course for Karma Foster. As you do, as you do. <laughs> and I remember, did she actually cry? I thought she was just like, oh. No, you rolled a wisdom save, failed, and started crying. Oh yeah, you didn't force me. Fuck you! If there's two things Karma <laughs> Foster does, it's punch and cry. <laughs> Jesus. That is about the extent of the Karma Foster <laughs> well, character. Punch while you're crying. She's like a boxer that needs <laughs> eye drops. But uh, also, uh, Marshall got to have some fun times with his papa's uh, people watching. He also finally had his talk with Natalia, where she revealed that she wants help looking for Ibes. And Ibes is apparently in Stump Grove. But uh, upon that scary realization, uh, Marshall got hit with a tile on his head, looked up, and then saw that John, good old de facto murderer, was scaling the roof. I thought he was just climbing the balcony. He's on (laughs) the roof. Yeah, no, he was on the roof. He was above Marshall. (laughs) Jeez. Oh boy! But uh, we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna start with that. <laughs> we're gonna start with uh, ooh, who would be the most interesting? I don't know. Well, Robert's lying, or well, I guess Robert's standing and staring at a bathroom right now, so probably not him. Okay, let's do Karma then. So Karma, you are crying on the side of the dance floor. No, she's probably done at this point. <laughs> and scene. All right, guys, good episode. Good episode. <laughs> Um, Karma's gonna, she's gonna go ahead and wipe those tears off her face. Sniffle, sniffle. We did establish you did, uh, you were wearing mascara, though, so there probably is mascara running down your cheeks. Oh, yeah, shit. She, well, she doesn't realize that at first until she wipes her eyes and sees it all over her hand and goes, shit. Uh, and then she'll look for a table with, like, napkins or something. You're gonna destroy to their napkins? Like, napkins you can toss, yeah. There's... There's no. bathrooms, Leo. You're not a fucking woman. You don't understand. Anyways, Carmen will go to the bathroom since <laughs> DM Sam thinks he knows everything about women. He please spent a lot of money on this party. <laughs> okay, so you go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. It's a unisex bathroom, so little Robert's just in there staring at the mirror. <laughs> oh, uh, what is his emotion? He's just kind of like standing on the sink, looking into the mirror because he's short. So he's got to he's got to be on there to actually see. You little guy. She tilts her head to the side and says, "Little Robert, what's up with you?" Don't call me that anymore. <laughs> Wait, you know what? You actually see he's also crying and his mascara is running. <laughs> oh damn! She goes, "Me too." Um, what, what's going on, <laughs> Robert? He, he doesn't want to go against the code to be my friend and go on adventures with me. <laughs> he, he said he didn't know I had dependents because we didn't really talk about that. Uh, Was that English? Karma blinks. <laughs> 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 she blinks. She goes up to him, rubs his back and says, take a few deep breaths. <sighs> now tell me what, what happened. I didn't understand you. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, Robert's not, uh, I, I don't, I don't think Robert's gonna meet me halfway on this whole friendship thing. Okay. What happened? Uh. I just need some context is all. She shakes her head. So, I was eating hors d'oeuvres, uh, he smacked him out of my hand, and then we started- He really got over me really quick. 
yourself together, Robert. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> he's, a, he's a thespian. He minored in theater. <laughs> so uh, after he smacked the hors d'oeuvres out of my hand, I started talking about how great it'll be once we're all in adventures. And he's like, yeah, with all of you guys too. And, you know, I, I think he forgot that y'all wanted to go home. And then he's like, well, he wouldn't be able to leave the mall. And, and, and he's like, you could stay at the mall, but but I can't stay at the mall because, you know, like I got a town with like my kid and everything and I can't just like up and move everybody. He says that and Karma also looks at, well, like I know Robert didn't react, but Karma's going to react. Oh, OK. Sorry. I... Did, did I really never mention I had a kid? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, little Robert the third. <laughs> oh. This is the first. This is, a big, is it me? Can it be me? <laughs> it she, was you until today. She <laughs> he um, was little Robert the Fourth. <laughs> she shakes her head and go and says, "Robert said he can't leave the Malta." You said right? Yeah. He he basically said once you know this whole and he like moves his hand around. Escapades are done. He's just gonna stay in the mall. Can Karma roll a history to remember why that is the case? I mean, you don't have to. You just know like because Robert talks about the coat every fucking time. Specifically, the part of the code where it's she knows he'll leave the mall. Basically, to to give you a basic idea, you know the only reason he left the mall was because the shoppers were in danger, aka you know the people who were teleported outside the mall. And once that's done, he's basically gonna be back to being security of the mall. Karma raises an eyebrow and she looks at Robert and says, "Did." Robert tell you that you had to be a shopper for him to help you? Oh my god, yes! This is gonna sound ridiculous, but right now the reason Robert's traveling with us is to help save Derek's kids. What if you... What if we don't save his kids? <laughs> no problem. That's something, but I have a better idea for you that can that could guarantee that he stays with you forever. <laughs> that's an idea. Not what we're going for, but that's an idea. <laughs> Go on. What if you just became a shopper and told him that the way he could help you is by being your friend for the rest of your life and co- like coming with you and staying with you for the rest of your life. Roll persuasion with advantage. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that to Karma Foster. Pretty wild thing to say. <laughs> oh, that was a nine sound. Oh, that was with advantage? Yeah. Wait, wait, hang on. You had advantage and you got a nine? I got a- Wait, what modifiers did you have again? A minus one. So you rolled a 10? I rolled a 10 for my highest number and a 4 for my lowest. Christ, okay. Oh, ouch. Oh. So he looks at you and he's like, you know, that could work, but I'm still keeping the whole not saving his kids thing as like on the tape. <laughs> oh, that's completely reasonable. Or at least Somewhere Robert Derek is just like, what? <laughs> oh, no, she, well, she's not done yet. It's just, or Robert could never find out that Derek saved his kids. Uh. Okay, now, okay, look, how do you think that would work? There's ways, she nods, there's ways. He's a robot, there's ways. Are you gonna hit him over the head really hard? He's a robot, there's ways. And then she (laughs) pats him on the back. I don't know what the, I'm scared now. Don't be scared, I won't. Robert's my friend, I won't do anything to him. (laughs) Roll persuasion. (laughs) Alright, I'm going with my actual dice this time. Roll fat freaking liar. Roll deception, actually, not persuasion. (laughs) Either way, it's fucking... (laughs) I fucking hate myself. A three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he backs away from you a little bit, grabs a towel out of the paper dispenser, wipes his face so the mascara's gone, throws it in the garbage, and then walks backwards while still staring at you out the door. She rolls her eyes. <laughs> Not in the mean way, though, just in like the, oh my gosh. 
and as it happens, uh, Tyler walks in. Bat- oh, fuck, it's a unisex bathroom. Okay, I just gotta... Hey! You? <laughs> Karma immediately... <laughs> uh, she immediately looked away, grabbed a towel, and like quickly wiped, wiped the mascara off her face. Hey! What are you? And he looks back. Oh, fuck, it's a unisex bathroom. Hi! Didn't it... Didn't, uh, what brings you here? She looks at him and says, Marshall's father is the one who's hosting the party. I need to shit really bad. And then he opens the stall and goes inside (laughs) and closes the door. That was so aggressive. Carmen just leaves. Carmen leaves. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely beautiful. Okay. Uh, Where are you walking towards? She she'll just walk back to where her uh, her and Maxwell were at or at. Oh, I mean the, the table or uh, where you were dancing? Yeah, the table. Gotcha. So you walk back to the table. Uh, Maxwell's still hyperventilating, and Carl's still patting him on the back. No, he wasn't near the table. Remember? No, like remember Maxwell uh, walked back oh, to the table afterwards. I thought you said he went to get punch or something. No, he said that just so you wouldn't see him like drop the confident facade he was giving. Oh. She doesn't go to the table then, because I, I didn't realize that's where he was at. She is giving him his space that he so wanted. So she'll go back to where they were dancing and wait. I thought you were just saying the monk was going to get some punch. No, Karma's going to get punch. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as you take a little sippy sippy of your punchy punchy, you uh, feel someone crawl up your back. Someone? Yes. Karma, <laughs> uh, do not be alarmed. It is me, Corey. Be incredibly alarmed and punch him right in the face. <laughs> no, yeah, Karma pushes him, like, freaks out. Before before Corey could even, like, he gets, like, one word out, bef- but Karma pushes, like, pushes him off her back, or, like, shakes him off kind of a thing. Ah! Oh, there's candy down here. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> and he stands up, uh, shoving the candy underneath the chin of the Power Ranger helmet. Mm, mm. So, Karma, I have a question. What's up? Well, we were in the safe space. Do you remember that? I remember that. I threw up. And then you threw uh, up. Out of character, when was that? Uh, it was when you thought he ate the hat and you went to go get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's up? In that moment, we made a puke promise and you and you said you had something to tell me, but then Marshall set the table to discussion. Uh, out of character? Uh, <laughs> what was that? You were going to give him a girl talk about girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, she did she explicitly tell him that was a girl talk or what, just that you're gonna talk? Basically, I, from what I remember, you were basically like, do, do you want to know why she likes to hang out with you? He's like, sure. Oh, <laughs> so tell so- me, my chunk chum, what is the thing you wish to embark mm-hmm. upon me? Uh, do you want to just want me to say it straight to you? I feel or- like we said this in the initial inter- uh, just uh, st- talk to me, talk to me straight. I'm a big boy. Uh, Rachel has a crush on you. What persuasion? What the thing? <laughs> How does a two sound? She wants to crush me? Oh my god! I thought we were doing really good. No, like she wrong, has feelings. Wrong idea, buddy. Wrong idea. She, like, this kid makes me so mad. <laughs> she has feelings for you. Like of hate? Love. Loves to crush me? <laughs> <laughs> no, she... <laughs> Karma was about to say something, and then all he sees is her stop, because what she was going to say was, love you, like your parents. 
my dad left me. <laughs> no, that's the joke. So she doesn't say that because she remembers that. So all he sees loves you, like, and then she stops, like, Mar Marshall and Alice love you. Oh. But a little bit more than that. Why did this become a tier list? Like, <laughs> Maxwell loves me, I think. <laughs> the most I've seen Maxwell do is be creepy and vomit. He's, he's, he's doing all, he's, he's gotten better. You haven't been here long enough. You know, come to think of it, that is all he's seen him do. <laughs> he's gotten better, I promise. Anyways, do you get what I'm saying now? Sure. That's why she likes hanging out with you, is because she has a crush on you. She she thinks you're cute. Persuasion again. Okay. What number do I think I'm gonna get this time? Single uh, digits. Three. Almost got a nat. Almost got a nat one. A six. I mean, everyone thinks I'm cute. Even Marshall's called me adorable on multiple occasions. Uh, and I'm gonna ask him about that later. Actually, <laughs> Marshall, what do you think about Corey? <laughs> when you say adorable, what do you mean? <laughs> do you mean adorable? I'm going to answer that like in character right now. <laughs> Do you mean like adorable or do you mean like, oh, adorable? Do you think he's special or do you think he's special? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, do you want me to end character yes, answer please. like what Marsh would say to that? I'm so curious. Just the, I call him adorable for? Corey, that's adorable, but please get on the point. We are suffering here. That's what, I, that's what she would have thought. Oh, you. <laughs> Corey, what the hell? So she... She uh she shakes her head and looks down at Corey and says, "Yeah, that's what it is." Well, I guess it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, hey guys, what's going on? Rachel, I know you want to crush no! me. <laughs> she she, she, she tackles the ground and covers his mouth, and she says okay, in his ear, so- "Shh." Do not approach a woman on her feelings for you. She approached me. No, she didn't. <laughs> she approached you to ask what was going on, not to confess her undying love. Okay, so to I'm just going to clarify. There's a decent amount of struggle before you're able to pin Cory down. So since we've established his Power Ranger helmet makes oh, no, noises. I'll roll. I will roll if I have to. Okay, let's roll, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this has just gone into chaos. This got way out of hand. Mm-hmm. Real fast. <laughs> Uh, 18 plus... Okay, yeah, you, okay, yeah, you definitely grab him. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, Rachel, I know you want to cat! <laughs> and, uh, his helmet gets to make one car alarm noise before it then goes, boop, boop. And Rachel's like, I'm gonna go talk to Marshall. And then walks away. Yeah, that's a good idea. And she looks at Corey and says, Don't approach her about her feelings. You would approach her about your feelings. <laughs> She waits until Rachel's far enough away before she... Oh, yeah, she's definitely already far away. Okay, so she lets go of Corey. Okay, Wait, so... Wait, no, before she does that, before she does that, she goes, <laughs> I'm going to let go of you. If you run away, I'm going to not... I'm going to chase you again, and I will grapple you again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? Pinky promise? And she holds her pinky. Mm-hmm. Does Does he do it? <laughs> You're pinning him down. Where the fuck is he going to move his pinky? <laughs> she puts her finger by his finger. He pokes your finger. Okay, she lets go of him. Ah, so she wants to crush me, and now you're trying to crush me? Why do women hate me? <laughs> she <laughs> rolls her eyes and, and says, you know what, never mind. Uh, you do whatever you want. 
I mean, yeah, I've been pretty much doing that my whole life, sister. And then he walks away. And then their relationship ended. <laughs> and then we're going to cut to uh, the little Robert and Robert show. I guess Doug's there. And yes, guess. Doug is there. Still not a fan of a certain Robert. While little Robert is walking over, uh, you Doug is basically going, look, I'm just saying, duo sounds better than trio. He's not even tall enough to reach the top of the show. When I see him come out of the bathroom, I'm literally waving at him. Because I want, him, I want him to know where the table that I got was. He's looking side to side really nervously and then walking towards you. I got, I got us a table. It's broken. <laughs> Our table! Hello. Our it's table. broken. It's broken. So uh, once he gets there, he like gestures for you to get closer for him to whisper something in your ear. I go closer as Dingus keeps talking and rambling in the background. I think karma's gonna kill you. <laughs> that is not unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um <laughs> so uh question just 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 a hypothetical. Well, two questions actually. If I were to become a shopper, would you come with me outside? If your protection required me to come outside, then yes. Okay, okay. Also question, how do you feel about Derek's kids? <laughs> Saving them is my current priority. Yeah, I know, but like, is there a strict deadline? I suppose if I prove that they are safe or they are dead, <laughs> then my mission is over. Or if Derek says I do not need to protect them any longer. He's like, as you're saying that, Rachel walks by to go talk to Marshall and little Robert pulls her over and goes, run. <laughs> what the fuck? Little Robert's gonna have to get put down. This is odd. She pulls her arm away, like, "What the fuck is with everyone today?" Was the run like a threatening? You got to run away from me, or I'm going to kill you. Or was it a? I think Robert might kill you kind of run. It was a. Do me a solid and just get get a good like hundred meters between you, me, him, and you right now. This is a weird request. All right, I just I'm just still there, uh, Doug. What's Doug on about? Yeah, so the way it's going to happen is once I am a robot, I'm just going to have, like, really neat, like, robot pecs that are going to be each AA batteries or 9 volts because 9 volts are already square. And, oh, God, this little fuck. I, I turn to Doug. <laughs> you will be nice to little Robert. Roll persuasion with disadvantage. Actually, no, wait. It, it would ha You would have advantage because you're Thomas, but you have disadvantage because it's little Robert. Just give me a straight roll. Well, first, let me just, uh... I recently packed up all my dice and bring them all out. I went traveling with them, you know, so I got to pour them all out. Just a little. Oh, God. So much glass. Some fell on the floor. <laughs> all the D4s are on the floor. It's always fun to have dice on the floor. It's like Legos, but more, more numbers. Dice on the floor? Dice on the floor. Look like a fool with dice on the floor. I got a nat 20. Oh, shit. Really? Wow. Nice. Fine. Hey, little man. Just out of curiosity. That sounds crazy. How much friendship would you say you two have? Oh, just the... Well, as of recently or a few minutes ago? Give, give the average between the two of those. I'd say about like 80% friendship. Hmm. Oh my god, I was so close to being like, that's what I was gonna say, but that would hurt his feelings so bad. I can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Solid 80. Agreed. Crush him. It's the one time Robert restrained himself from saying something. <laughs> so you're saying, uh... If I were to become your friend, I would then have a 20% friendship with you. I mean, you kind of seem like... I, I would go for more 10. Gotta save some friendship for somebody else, you know? You know, someone who's... 
you know, not constantly staring at me. Hmm, interesting. Let's shake on it, and he holds out the taser hand. I'm gonna just real quick... I, I beg of you to have little Robert roll perception on that. Gotcha. Meanwhile, I'm also gonna roll perception on that. Uh, I roll 17. Oh, sorry, little Robert. <laughs> That's what I was gonna roll! <laughs> <laughs> this is the equivalency of the, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so literally little Robert just looks down at the taser hand, looks up at Doug. I have a law degree, what the fuck? <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> I know not to make a deal without checking shit, you dumb motherfucker. I forgot he was a freaking lawyer. <laughs> it, was, it was literally our defense. <laughs> yeah, okay, so ni- nice to know. Nice to know how you feel about those two things. Good to know, good to know. I'm gonna go over there. Why? The party is over here, and I do the raise the roof hands. <laughs> okay, roll persuasion with advantage. <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, that's a, uh, that time, this, that, this time is another 17. Okay, uh, I'm gonna roll will save little Robert. He fucking comes over like, I can't ignore that, and then just starts, like, raising his roof. We are now schmoogian. Uh, Doug is trying to, like, do the stanky leg. <laughs> <laughs> Doug tears his Achilles doing the stanky leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this now, uh, both Karma and Robert are gonna hear this. Uh, you hear you hear someone yelling, getting escorted out. I'm not gonna go. It's like, no, you weren't invited. What? The, how'd you even get in here? I crawled through your toilet. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. Oh no! I immediately stop <laughs> raising the roof. And there about to be a fire burning on this dance floor. <laughs> when he's screaming that he came in through the toilet, my eyes immediately go red, mostly out of rage, partially out of vengeance, and a little bit out of protection for my yeah, friends. So you see, uh. An old hermit being escorted out by two guards. I have news! I bring profits! It's like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. I can bring it upon the death of the smallest southern one! Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, good for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm i gonna I'm gonna look at, uh, Ro- uh, not Robert, little Robert and uh, Doug. I'm gonna say, you two, behave and stay here. And I'm gonna go approach the, uh, the hermit man. Karma is probably punching for a hot second, and then she sees it, and she's gonna just follow, I guess. I like to think she sees Robert going, and she's like, oh, fuck no, and then just starts going. Yeah. Robert is going with intent. Yeah. (laughs) So, Marshall, you had just had a conversation with Natalia where you basically, you know, hey, can you help me find my boy by going to Stump Grove? And uh, you said you were gonna need to talk to the team about it. She then left, giving you two rings of secrecy that you now have, and uh, your eyes were drawn upwards, and you saw John, leader of the rebellious murderers. Not not the main murderers. The main murderers are, like, with him. <laughs> it's just him right now going AWOL. Yeah. He had a knife in his mouth, he was facing down at you, and then he started scuttering up the roof. Is he still looking at me? No. <laughs> no? Just The minute he locked eyes with you, he winked, and then he just kept going up. Egads. Yeah, this is not gonna be good. Marshall's gonna start making his way inside. Yeah, just like a fast walk. Yep. <laughs> nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Enjoy the party. Yeah, nothing, nothing's wrong. Marshall's mainly just like looking around on the ground floor now, just seeing where everyone is. Is Robert still on the table? Robert is still on the table. Well, on in the table. Uh-huh. Karma is standing off to the side of the dance floor, just mascara running. And Derek is talking to Owen. Yeah. Uh, Marshall's currently just gonna stand there for a moment and contemplate, do I tell them about John? 
Or do I just go straight to my father about this? Because if I involve them, this will be a lot more, well, energetic, certainly. But if I just go straight to my dad, then there will be at least a little bit of an alert, I guess. Hmm. I think for this case, damage control is just the best. Marshall's going to, like, try to make his way across to where the stairwell was to go up to the ceiling where his stepdad and father were. So you walk back up the velvet staircase and you see that your pops and your dad are taking shots of moose. <laughs> like there's just multi stacks showing you that they went dessert heavy <laughs> and uh, they both notice you and they're like, oh, hey, 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 get out. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I take it this is a dessert before dinner night. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go for the savory stuff later. But you somehow mm-hmm. keep beating me in speed. Well, I've had a lot of practice and he pats his stomach. <laughs> Well, be sure to save, like, at least one cup for me there, but... Oh, no, we did. It's just, uh, <laughs> they, they point to a cart that just has, like, multi cloches. Oh, I see you guys are stocked up. <laughs> yeah, no, we ordered, like, three of everything. Uh, we didn't know when you were coming back, you. so we kind of just left them over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ops, can I talk to you for a moment? Oh, yeah, yeah sure, sure, kid. Uh, be back in a sec. Uh, oh, well, too much chocolate. Kind of nauseous. Yeah, okay. T- careful, uh, careful not to just stand up too fast. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, coming now. Oh, God. Yeah, what's up? What's up, kid? Up? Uh, can we go to just middle of the staircase to where there's like no eyes up here? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. And he follows you down there. So, is there like any guards persons here tonight? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's two posted at the entrance. There's one on each side of the dance floor. And there's like three on the main stage. Why? I take you heard regarding what happened with Glamour, right? Oh, you mean how it exploded? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Right. So. I, was, I was drinking tea and then I heard a big boom and I just kind of dropped it. Wait, you were in Glamour? No, it was that loud. This, that, jeez. Wait, you weren't there, were you? Well, truth be told and being truthful, yeah, I was. Were, were you okay? I mean, I, I know you're here now, but were you okay then? I had I, what you could say is a bit of an equivalent of an out-of-body experience. I didn't die, but like, it's kind of weird to be a little spectral and look back at your own face, you know? I'm going to ignore the second half of that and just stick with that. I didn't die. Yeah, no, it was like Marshall kind of just like it's like the hand on the heaven, like what shakes his head looking down. Yeah, it was just a lot of stuff there. And I think that was like the first big exposure to magic. And like, you know, in all honesty, I couldn't really tell you what all happened with that explosion. No, that, that's fair. It sounds like you had a more difficult time than I can ever assume. Yeah, well, since me and this group here with me was there, um... There was something that occurred there that was a little alarming, and I think I saw one of the members here. Uh, so, just just to clarify, you're saying that what caused Glamour is here? Mm-hmm. Or at least one of the factors, at least. Okay. To where it wasn't just some magical explosion that happened for some reason, but it was certainly premeditated. Do you, do you, do you know, like, location-wise, exactly? I saw them on the roof, but... At the same time, they're at least a little cunning to get in here. Then again, the guard at the front didn't really ask all the good questions or have that much good analysis, but... Oh, or do you mean the guy who asked if you were a cop? Yeah, the guy who asked if we were a cop, because while it could have been easy to sneak in with this, well, I can't just help but shake the feeling that they're going to do something here. Would it be possible to, like, magically send, like, a, like a standby alert in case something starts going on? Well, no, if they're on the roof, that means they're close to the crystal. Oh, God. Wait, they're close to the crystal? Yeah, um, 
I, I should have told you this. All the capitals in this general area, since we revolve around crystals, mm-hmm. we all have large crystals atop of our. I, I assumed you saw it on your way up here, so I guess. I, guess I did, but hang on. We're currently right now underneath it. Technically, we're one floor down from it. Um. Okay. So you know how I said it was premeditated? Yeah. There is a high chance that he could be planning on. Well, all right. It's better to just explain how the whole crystal thing in Glamour went down. So he actually addressed someone else to go ahead and while we were near the crystal put something on it you know what c4 is right i am very aware of what c4 is as it turns out they had enough parts of the package or enough concentration in it that was able to physically break it oh uh, oh so it wasn't just an explosion at glamour it was a ma- oh god uh yeah and what it wasn't red right no it's red okay i feel like that ups the scare factor though because no one telling one would do mm-hmm Given the fact that I've seen that one of the first times I saw a crystal, someone decided to go ahead and have someone break it. And, well, while the person was still all right, let's just say that they were a bit more of a skeletal person rather than how they looked before. Oh. So I know it can't really it can't really damage a lot, but it would be pretty catastrophic if something were to go on with that. And personally, the fact that everyone from who I know is here just possibly meditates the fact that they could be up there either preparing to do so or just something that's not good okay okay uh i have an idea i have an idea yeah well, why don't you trust me on this mm-hmm. this is gonna be it's gonna be like a big sort of oh god i'm gonna regret this but i'm gonna have the guards just kind of try to put up as much magical runes as they can to encapsulate this area making people panic right now is not gonna do anything i know that hence why having people on standby would be the preferred one but stopping altogether would also but, he, be good. but if he's up there right now uh have you ever been in a fight a brief scuffle once or twice, yeah, but not full-fledged fight. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You and me are going to go up to the roof. I don't want you to come out of the doorway. I'm going to go out of the doorway. I just want you to hang back, and in case anything happens, I, I know I got someone getting my back. Should we tell your dad? I feel like including him would be good, but raising me should be careful-wise. Okay. You, you want to you go up to him now and tell him that, or do you want to book it to the roof? Because if that guy's up there right now i have a bit of an idea would be possible at all to include natalia in this nah she's on the floor yeah i could could get her how about this you relay it softly but still firmly and telling the risk level to to him up there try not to make it as catastrophic wise in like portrayal just that there could be a threat possibly being established in the area from someone spotting it and that needs to go to safety just in case something does happen I'll go ahead and try to spot Natalia on the floor to recruit her for also helping in case something does happen. However, since the person that is currently doing this knows my face, I think it'd actually be better if I were to preface them first before you both come into play. Oh, I don't, I don't like the idea of you being near someone that did a bombing, but I'm, 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 I'm trusting you, kiddo. Hmm. Well, I have to say, this definitely has turned this party during the night into something else, but... Let's just hope the music's loud enough to where, in case something does happen, nobody panics. Yeah, and, and hey, 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 and he gets down on your level and looks in your eyes. Mm-hmm. We got this, and he goes out for a fist bump. Bow down. Marshall reciprocates the fist bump. And he walks back up the staircase to go talk to your dad. Marshall's gonna make his way down, and he's going to, like, hurriedly walk across, beeline it to where Natalia is. However, still trying to look as inconspicuous as okay. possible. So as you are walking towards... Uh, the bar where you assumingly assume Natalia is going to be. Uh, you feel someone tapping on the shoulder. Hmm. It's Rachel. 
Hey, Marshall. Uh, I was wondering, do you have a sec? I, I got a, a question. Um, well, I am a little busy. Just real quick. Yeah, well, okay. We, we, we can do a walk and talk. I'm cool with a walk and talk. Uh, does Corey talk about me? Like, in, like, your message groups or anything? And if he does, what does he, you know, refer us as? I mean, I'm not exactly certain, like, because you and Corey went into that one magical doorway thing, right? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. That's why I said messaging groups, because, you know, I was there, I was there talking to him in, in general. Well, one thing I remember is that whenever he calls from wherever that is, his connection sucks, but I can try to see group chat-wise ways. Terry Marshall is going to open this phone and see what there is there. Are we still keeping it a little bit out of Rachel's view? <laughs> gotcha. So it's basically just a lot of, like... So you you do know that there is a DM chat between you and Alice, where Alice is kind of just like, does he, like, not know that she likes him? <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's like a puppy. <laughs> a dumb, dumb puppy. <laughs> Man, I've been... <laughs> First, just looking at this, and like, man, I've been out of the loop on this for a little while. I gotta read into a lot of this stuff again. No, you can notice that 95% of the time when Rachel, not Rachel, uh, when Alice was doing other things, this was basically what she was texting you when she was in the corner. <laughs> the choo-choo zone or the, <laughs> the doo-doo zone. As yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's not, like, trying to look at your phone, but she's, like, still talking as you're looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to, like, I don't want to know if I'm like, misreading signals and I don't want to like, cause he's a really good dude and I kind of just want him in my life in general, but I don't want to like scare him with like a prospect of a relationship. While keeping like all this stuff a little bit confidential so that way he still has like some pride in that regard, right? Okay, of course, of course. I do think that there is some feelings that he does reciprocate or at least tries to. I know this from being with his friend for a while. There's some times where he just can't figure out how to say some stuff, but I wouldn't spring it on him like, uh, oh, you feel this way about me? To where, lean into it. Like, subtlety. Because do you feel the same way towards him? <sighs> it's a, I, I, I don't know why that side came off, but it was supposed to be more like a, <laughs> ah, him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh, Rachel kind of, like, puts her hands up. Like, she's starting to talk with her hands more, which you notice she never used to do initially. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. A lot, a lot of my life is very complicated. I know you, you've talked to Derek. You, you you probably get that. Yeah. But I don't know. With with Corey, there's no subtext. He's just very honest, very forefront. But I can tell he cares. And there's nothing in between him and the people he cares about. Yeah, I can I can honestly see that. Yeah. Well, occasionally there might not be anything. Well, there may not be a hamster at the wheel up there. <laughs> like Marshall does like tap his head twice. I definitely know that right here, and he does point at his like heart. That is where Corey does spend like a lot of stuff. He's good, but if you feel the same way, slow and steady. Don't just spring it on it. Gotcha. If Corey does randomly blurt the question, then go ahead and answer honestly. But don't just immediately like yes. Oh, okay, okay. Because well, the while shouting yes at him would definitely lead to like a bit of relief. I definitely do think it would spook him for a second. Yeah, I've noticed when there's loud noises, he kind of just, like, record. It's weird because there's a lot of loud music playing. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think he's spending time on that end of the dance floor. Oh, smart. Okay, uh, thanks, Marshall. She pats you on the back. Yeah. And uh, you have reached the bar, and you see uh, Natalia sliding some gold over to the bartender. Marshall is going to do a smart. Okay. 
Marshall's going to like tap next to Natalia. Have a drink on you. And then he's going to put one of the Rings of Secrecy. Like he's going to pick up a napkin, put a Ring of Secrecy in it, and then hand it over to her. Okay. She spins around in her chair. So that way she's not facing like anyone really or anyone that's really mm-hmm. paying attention. She puts on the ring. Marshall does so for himself too. I was not expecting you to return these. They were meant to be a gift of sort. No, I understand that, but just there's there's possibly a problem that's going to be arising soon. To put bluntly, the Glamour explosion, right? That was not some magical mishap or anything. That was premeditated. A similar case may be happening here because I did see someone who was in turn connected to and is responsible for it. She immediately stands up. Natalia. We have to we have to start moving now because while Glamour may have had another large crystal, this one, this one, I I can only assume the effect it would have. I'm not sure if this is true regarding you. I remember a parallel of sorts when there is something that is of immediate danger. While it does get dealt with in a haste-filled manner, there is still a plan behind it. But Natalia? Yeah. What I'm effectively going to attempt to do, I would prefer for you to not immediately, directly met this person okay what's your baseline capability of what you you do or what i should be aware of should things get escalate after i attempt to converse with this person oh you mean if i were to engage Mm -hmm. i need you more so to be hidden from sight as i communicate with them there are any additional threats to possibly handle that but primarily if something were to happen in this altercation what would i need to expect first that way i can best get out of your way she uh pulls out a pocket mirror I'm going to go for a crippling blow, if things do go not as well as you expect. If you see a glimmer behind him, because there's multiple pillars surrounding the crystal just for aesthetic purposes. Mm -hmm. If you see a glimmer from one of those, I am going to fire. Understood. If that's the case, feel free to shoot immediately as soon as I give a reciprocating signal back of me putting both my hands up and stepping three steps back. Well, I would say the one to the right as well, just, just in case. And one to the right. Sure. Let's just hope that nothing else altercation-wise occurs, and also that the folks down here stay as unaware of the situation as possible. I'm going to take the auxiliary entrance to the roof. Just keep heading up there, and it'll lead you to an opening on the roof. And she points you into the direction of a staircase. Hmm. Understood. Am am I to expect anyone else to be up there? My father will be adjoining us as well. Okay. We'll probably continue from the entrance that I will run up. Okay. I will try not to shoot him. And then she goes out to the balcony, you see her beginning to climb up. Mm-hmm. Marshall's put the rings back in his pocket. Oh yeah, she she also gave me the other ring as he was back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marshall puts the rings in his pocket, readjusts his collar, and he is going to start to make his way over to that staircase. The echoing of your footsteps against the creaky wooden stairs. With each footstep, you can feel your body kind of tense. <sighs> God, I'm putting myself right in front of this danger hour at the same time. Uh, this feels like the whole era of thing again, except this time it's going just me having nothing. Unless they saw me. Did they see me? <laughs> they see me. <laughs> He's going to stop for a second. Uh, no time to pause. <laughs> okay. And you clamor up. You open the door. And you see John, knife still in mouth, just kind of like affixing something in the crystal, like... Oh, hey, hey, kiddo, uh, what's going on? How's the party? Party going good? Yeah, party was going good. However, I'm a little scared what that'll do to everything down there. Hmm? Oh, you mean all the, uh, all the thieving assholes? Well, I mean, you do know what Red does, right? Wouldn't that make situations down there possibly worse for the murderers? My, my, my people, they, 
can handle things for themselves. Yeah, but okay, I know that like I know baseline magic of such and like that red does mean a couple of reality altering things. But like if it were to say instead of being like thieves and criminals, instead be, I don't know, transforming everyone to lycanthropes, which then makes stuff a little bit harder to kill, wouldn't that in turn just make everything even harder? Oh, okay, okay. I, I see. You're, you're, you're not understanding the, uh, the hierarchy right now. Getting rid of this is the main priority. Doing anything to them, that's just a neat little bonus. So it's just by proxy and collateral. It's two birds with one stone. Now you're getting it. I mean, granted, I guess that is how the shotgun was invented, I guess. Or I guess in this case, I am the bird killing the stone. Interesting way to phrase it. That's like answering the omelette to the chicken and egg question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've totally heard that one before. Uh, but just, if I may inquire, why tonight, as of all things? Is it because there's a gathering down there of folks? I'm going to be entirely real with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you guys showed up and gave me the ride, uh, I didn't initially think I was going to get here in time for anything. It was just going to happen. Someday. Oh, just just didn't matter the time. Just everyone being, or at least some people... That are in here being downstairs at the moment right now is just convenient. Yeah. Mm. Like you said, the uh, the, the shotgun thingy, mabobber, and there's this one-ass big slug, and he, like, pats the C4 that is on the crystal. Is that is that detonator or timer? Oh, I didn't hit any buttons. No, 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 I'm asking, like, do you set, like, a time for it to go off, or is that, like, detonate via a button that you just click? I'll never tell. We said buttons, so it's probably a timer. No, it isn't. <laughs> 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 Hang on, what did you even fix it with? Yeah, look, 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 I'm a big fan of your friend Dilphus. Hey, you know, I don't, I don't got a problem with you either. You didn't really stop us from you know, blowing up the other one. Mm. So, since you got a heads up, you're free to go. How long were you planning before that goes off? Because you obviously have to make an escape here too before the whole magic thing happens. Because Lamore just gave people out by experience. Who, who knows when all hell breaks loose when that thing just goes to smithereens? In all honesty, I don't know. I was kind of just going to wing it. Being a one-man army is a heavy burden. So it's just you. No, no, no wait, no, wait, I, I, fuck. But, like, look, the other murderers don't really, like, see my vision of a crime-free world. So you AWOL. Hey, 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 AWOL meant I went, like, crazy. No, 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 no. I am doing a good thing. You're doing a good thing against the possible regulations or plans they had before? Yes. Just in Marshall's head, he's like, that's AWOL. You want to say that to him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no Marshall, knows, Marshall knows not to go to the Weeabby Beer Round going, oh, thank God, it's not the killer. You're mental. <laughs> he just goes like, yeah, I can just imagine. I can tell you did say that, Adam, and just go, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just going, you're mental. He's like, damn it. It's like, damn it, how dare you be my psychiatrist well, or doctor. Well, no, in his head, it's just like, what does AWOL mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, let me get this straight. You're doing a solo op in order to blow up all the stuff against regulations, and so far there's... Do they even know that you're doing this? Uh, well, they were aware of the first one. Well, probably after the fact, because, well, uh, apparently, that boom was heard for a really far well, away. Well, well, technically they were aware of the first one. Technically. Well, it was supposed to be a controlled explosion. Yeah, I, I take it the magical burst that happened afterwards was not anticipated. Well, n- um... Maybe, possibly, sort of, kind of. I was supposed to put it in a place where, uh, you know, all the shards didn't fall and cause a lot of, uh, problems. So, uh, on, like, the center of it? Because, I'm thinking, whenever I, s- I saw one of the things break before, and after it breaks, it doesn't really do anything. Oh, yeah, but it's still a big piece of, like, 
glass, essentially. So, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't like walking on glass either. But look, why? If I hadn't come up here, would we have just been collateral? Uh. You can answer honestly. Uh, to be honest, I kind of assume you guys left already. Oh. Well, yeah, we were still here, so. Wait, why are you at this party? Well, it's a party. If it's just open invitation and passing the guard at the front, I mean, why wouldn't I be here? Besides, if anything, if I were planning on joining the murderers, I would, in turn, in all honesty, be able to give you a few more tips if anyone were to escape, right? Is this deception or persuasion? Yeah, deception. Deception. Okay. Where's my skills? Here we are. That is an unnatural 20. Oh my god. So basically you're telling him, if I were interning with the murderers, I would be able to give them a lot more info. Yeah, because then wouldn't I be able to at least relay what the criminals would either look like at the moment then? You know, that's a... Uh, oh, so, so, so you're with my former. But then, no, that is, that is a good plan. Yeah, kind of like Derek was the one that interns was somewhat the interny-esque for him setting up the C4. In this case, it's more so me relaying stuff to you. Marshall is going to take that moment to, like, briefly glance around. Okay. You do spot uh, Natalia behind a pillar. She achieves you a nod. Wouldn't it be, in turn, better to have a roundup instead with that? Mm. Because then, we could probably honestly forgive with one more thing. We'd probably round up everyone here. And, in turn, getting rid of a big, giant crystal, too. Because here's the thing. If we go ahead and you set that timer... My my little group, as well as, I don't know, maybe if we found, like, one person here who has done, like, a more forgivable crime, if we go ahead and, like, get them out of here before this whole thing goes off, the wanted posters are going to need to change a lot more. Well, that's only one possibility, though. That is true. But at the same time, we can't anticipate everything. However, since there would be somewhat of an inside here, we'd be able to easily get a group of sizable amount here to, you know, wrangle them all up. Then, when the town's clear, we can blow it yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, but, but I would also be able to get a sizable group of people right now. If this crystal breaks, it alters stuff in reality, right? What if it alters the glass to be, I don't know, sturdy steel? I've seen it turn organic matter into bone. Should that be persuasion or deception? Uh, persuasion, because you, you did see that. <laughs> <laughs> I did see, I did see that Literally, happen. it did happen. I remember the little bone goblin. <laughs> that was that was the whole thing that happened. Let's see. That is a that is an eighteen this time. Okay, so he does believe you, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna. They're just gonna lock him up. They're not gonna like get rid of him. Then again, what better spot for someone than behind bars where they could feel the justice of a right system, right? So we we we, we kill him in prison. Eh, well, no, maybe possibly some would just get like some form of community service. Others would be locked behind bars for God knows how long. I'm not really certain if there's a death penalty here at all. Well, no, no, no. Like, because from what I've seen, he pulls out a movie, and you can see it's RoboCop. <laughs> all the criminals get mowed down and die because when they're dead, they can't do any more crime. I see. That is true, but at the same time, you do lose a lot, and that is a lot more expensive. Have you seen other? Well, I guess in this case, documentaries as such. Well, uh, no. There's more. Yes. In fact. That there is probably one that leans more into a different genre as well. There's some that include cowboys to where, you know, like how they have all the big guns and whatnot in that one. Imagine one like this size and Marshall tries to like, like portray like the size of a revolver. And it's people who just go around on horses with lassos. That's a different type of genre of what, where they go ahead and catch bandits that way. Kind of want to see that. Yeah. I mean, we can go ahead and like assemble a group of such that like, you know, can go ahead and have that. We could try that strategy too. 
Oh. Because in all honesty, it's really hard for a criminal to do something if they're all, like, wrangled up in a lasso, right? Oh, that sounds kind of rad. So, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, Mm -hmm. there's a way for me to get what I want and for what my group to get what they want? Yes. So in that case, imagine that. If the situation demands it, you just go in the next spot and blow it up. However, if you spout, if you scout out the spot and deem that there's enough criminals there to get a whole rally of such going, imagine the murderers being known as one of the best vigilante groups of all time. Ooh, that's kind of rad. Ex-guards doing jobs and establishing the justice that criminals need. Hey, Marshall, what's your AC? My AC? That's... Where is it on this site? (laughs) (laughs) That's a 14. So how about it? Should we go ahead and ring up the rest of the murderers so that way we can relay all the faces of the folks out here and not have them be blown up by the giant crystal? Yeah. It's just duct tape, right? I don't know. It is like a picture of Phil Swift on the side. (laughs) (laughs) How are we going to like rip it off without it like... Well, it's just duct tape. We can just... You have like a knife? You had the knife in your mouth before. You can just... Oh, yeah. It's like in my... And then he just gets shot through the neck. You can hear him gurgling as blood begins to fill his trachea. Marshall is caught a little bit off guard with that. He does look off to the right, and is it Natalia? Nope. Who was it, then? Chekhov's sniper. Hello there. Welcome to the part of the episode where I go ahead and say words signifying that this is the end of the episode. If you want to hear these words again, as well as an entire episode attached to it, please wait like two weeks for the next episode, so that way you can hear this outro again. And I guess that just leaves the credit reel, I suppose. We have Zach Yeager as Derek Brown, Leah Snyder as Karma Foster, Seth Miles as Marshall Kuda, Jake Reed as Robert the Robot, and Sam Sudama as our glorious Dungeon Master. While you wait for the next episode, you can go ahead and check out our social media, links below. You can go ahead and check out our Twitter, which is ran by Zach and Leah, to go ahead and see what all's going down. They will post a funny meme on there, but we will most certainly tell you when the next episode comes out. But if funny moments are more your style, feel free to check out our TikTok, where we go ahead and post some funny moments from the show. So you can find some pretty hilarious clips on there. But who knows, maybe your favorite clip is already on there too. So feel free to check it out. We have two special thanks to give out. A special thanks to Paul McGreevy for composing our wonderful theme. You can go ahead and find them at No No Soso Music. And Zynbo for helping us with some art designs. You can find them in their links below. That being said, feel free to like, review, or you know, whatever you want to do. And until next time on Our State.